Welcome to the Business with Bordeaux podcast, where we're bringing basic business tips to entrepreneurs and the future leaders of tomorrow. Let's get down to business. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Business with Bordeaux podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the show this week. Have a great interview coming up with Mr. Ernest Ricks. You may also know him as Rick Sincere. Uh, we're going to be talking about Trackstar Sports, and he is the leader and the, uh, the founder of that, and you know, one of the biggest things that uh, I am a fan of is great leadership. And so we're going to talk about what it takes to be a great leader of a team of up to 25 people now. And uh, it really is a fast growing team. And so we talk about a lot of great principles in this interview. So make sure you stay tuned through it. Uh, before we jump into it, though, I do want to let you know that uh, that Trackstar Sports and Debate Fuel is uh, well, Debate Fuel is part of the Trackstars Podcasting Network, along with this show and the Clean Ears Podcast. So make sure you check out both of those shows. Also, uh, my patrons, thank you so much for your support. Mr. Aaron Simkins at TrueStrengthApparel.com. Uh, hit him up on uh, Instagram as well and Facebook, like the Facebook page. Uh, Aaron has supported this show uh, almost since day one, and uh, he has some great shirts. And he also does the Trackstar Sports shirts as well. And so, uh, you know, we're all very grateful for what he does for the for the uh, the whole team. So check him out, TrueStrengthApparel.com. Mr. Prophet Josiah. Uh, you can check him out at ProfitJosiah.com. That's P-R-A-F-I-T Josiah.com. Uh, he's got an EP out, so you can go check him out and support his music. And uh, Mr. LT Smith. Uh, LT has dropped a single a little while ago you could check out, and I will provide that in the description for the show. So you can just click on it, and it'll take you right to the song. And so anyway, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump into the interview with Mr. Ernest Ricks. Alrighty, welcome back to another interview here on the Business with Bordeaux podcast. Have a, a good friend, I consider him a good friend here on the show with me this week. He's been on the show before, but uh, but ever since then, uh, this thing called Trackstar Sports has uh, kind of hit the ground running, has uh, gained some traction. It's getting a lot of listenership over on Anchor, which you've heard about on the show before. So we'll have with me this week, uh, Mr. Rick Sincere, a.k.a. Ernest Ricks. How you doing, man? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling and having a good morning. That's awesome, man. Awesome. So uh, so things for Trackstar Sports are picking up pretty good, man. Um, you know, it's, it's been a pleasure to be able to watch it, be able to see people jumping on the team, and, uh, and watching you kind of navigate around uh, a growing team is has been really cool. And, uh, and I think it's good for people to – kind of understand what goes through your, your mind, your thought process on how to manage that much content, uh, from a remote location with people all around the country. So I definitely want to dive into all of that, man. But, uh, I would love for people to get to know what is it about sports that you love so much? And, uh, was it something you had growing up and what was it that made you want to start this whole thing that is now known as Trackstar sports? Man, um, I've been loving sports since I was a little kid, and I, I, I just want to say that for me, it was always um, it was always a really great place to to meet God. <laughs> like to to be honest with you, and, and not initially. Does that make sense? But um, throughout my relationship with God, like I I struggle when when I when you play football and when you play any sport, you struggle 
in that in that sport, right? So you struggle in the sport, you go through a lot in the sport, um, you you learn a lot of life lessons in the sport. Um, so for me, I remember countless times being on the field, trying to you know trying to get one more run in, trying to get one more this in, trying to get one more that in, and just like God, I need you right now. <laughs> Right, right. I'm not going to make it through this workout without you or, or like I need you right now because I'm not going to be successful at this if I don't have you. And sometimes after like, you know, I guess my playing days in high school. Right. I would just go back to the field and just walk around and just, you know, um, it's really have, it, it just feels good to me. It feels like a place that I call home. And on top of that, I just love sports, man. I love basketball, football, wrestling, um, not so much the baseball but um, but I but I love a, um, no no offense I, to the MLB fans out there. Yeah, yeah, but you know it just like I had a bad experience, so that's that's my whole thing. But um, <laughs> but for me, man, I, I just love sports. I love the competition. Um, all of it just speaks like home. It feels like home to me, right? Like right, while right. I'm and you know every Sunday when I'm sitting there watching football games. It feels like the perfect place to be on a Sunday after church. <laughs> after church. After yep. church. So do you do any uh any extra church activities during football season? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I can't do nothing from July to February. So don't don't ask me to be a part of anything, all right? I mean, unless like unless it's something where you have to be there early in the morning, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I've done that before. Like I volunteered for this thing called I-9 Sports. And so um, I was volunteering in my community, uh, working with kids, doing, uh, we, we were doing flag football. So I was over the entire flag football division. But every single um, Sunday, it'd be every Sunday between like one o'clock to seven o'clock. And I'm like, yo, that's all the football games. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So like I did it for like a whole, I did it for a season. But after that season was up, I missed that in almost the entire NFL season. So I was like, nah, wow. I can't do this again. I know that hurts you, man. So real quick, so what's your favorite sport? Football, hands down. Football, cool deal. And you're a Saints fan. Yeah, I am a Saints fan. Yeah, so anybody who listens to Trackstar Sports, uh, y'all y'all should know a little bit about, uh, about Ernest by now. So, uh, yeah, man, so Trackstar Sports, what was kind of the, the foundational uh, – groundwork for Trackstar Sports. When did it first spark as something to create as an ongoing thing? Man, the the cool part about Trackstar Sports is I felt the um, beginning was quite ar- organic, right? Um, so we started off, the whole thing started like this. Every week before Trackstar's um, show, there would be conversations about sports, right? So every week before, like right before we get started with the actual Trackstar show that starts at 12, Somewhere between like I don't know eleven thirty, right? Bunch of guys get in the room, um, and we all play fantasy football together, right? That, that's that's kind of the real all the way to start, right? Playing fantasy <laughs> football, going back yeah. and forth with that. But we start talking sports, and there'd be these, these arguments, right? And when Derek joined the team, it, it, the arguments picked up. It got worse. <laughs> yeah. When, when Derek joined the team, there was more arguments, and and it was like. I think my second time meeting him, immediate argument about, <laughs> about sports. <laughs> and so, um, you know, that kind of got started like that. So we, we got arguments, arguments all the time. And then I was like, yo, we, we do this all the time. You know, we should, like, create a show, right? So initially, 
I didn't see a way to start a show because yes, me, me and Sean may argue about sports, but that's not fully his thing all the time or his focus. Right. Me and Ryan argue about sports, but it's always just about football and it never goes outside of that. And me and Jeremiah really didn't argue that much about sports. You know what I mean? And so I didn't really have a guy who I can really do that with. And then Derek joined. And when Derek joined the team, he, it was just something, you know, we just went at it real quick. And I was like, yo, this is the guy I can do this with. You know what I mean? This is the guy we can like um, start a show with. So me, him and Jeremiah had a conversation about starting um, a sports show. And so we, um, you know, we talked and we talked and we got, we had a whiteboard session to determine what the name of it would be. And then um, we determined that it would be Debate Fuel. And so Debate Fuel got started through just organic arguments that kept happening right before the show. So now we do a show with arguments right before the actual show. <laughs> and so um, after that happened, we we noticed we were getting into, so we went through the football season and we got into this space where um, we realized that we don't have knowledge. So it was the NCAA tournament. And around NCAA tournament time, right, and the Final Four, all that kind of stuff, NCAA, NCAA basketball. So around that basketball time, we it was a hot topic to talk about the Final Four. It was a hot topic to talk about March Madness, but we had no knowledge. So we right. couldn't cover it. Like, we couldn't really cover it. And I noticed a gap in our understanding and knowledge that so we couldn't be an all-inclusive show because we didn't have all the, you know, all the knowledge to be an all-inclusive show at the time. So I started to reach out to get correspondence, guys who wanted to um, help us to cover, you know, certain parts of certain sports that we couldn't cover ourselves. Well, where did you look for these correspondence at? Go, say it again. Where did you uh, look for these correspondence? Awesome. So we have so in our debate fuel, um, in our debate fuel fan page. If you go on Facebook, we have a debate fuel page, right? That page is like. All the time, it's 24-7, guys just talking sports, right? It started off with maybe like, I don't know, like 50 guys initially, right? Just kind of start off with guys we knew. And then before we knew it, bro, there were like 1,400 guys in there. Right. And and now it's over 1,500 guys in there, right? And so um, we, we did like, you know, a few campaigns to kind of get the numbers up. But guys just start adding their friends, and then people from overseas start joining, and then it was just like just growth, 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 growth. And so, uh, once we got to I want to say about a thousand or so, um, I was like, man, there has to be more people out there who know sports and care about them just like we do, right? Like we're not the only ones. So, I felt that if we can reach into that pool and see who from that um, pool can actually help us out with covering the sports that we don't know. So I, I, my, our idea at the time was we just call them in whenever we, you know, we didn't know about something, right? right? So just to help us out with debate field, we just call them in to, you know, to talk to us about NCAA or, hey, talk to us about the WWE or something like that, right? Well, as I start meeting these guys, so I put the advertisement out in the debate field group. Immediately, guys start responding. Like, bam, 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 bam. It was like a bunch of guys just responding to the email saying that they wanted to be a part. As I talked to them about, like, we, I'd always do interviews. So every time I bring on a new person, I interview them. Try to get their depth of knowledge. Try to see kind of where they are. Um, we'll have, like, a fake um, podcast on the phone just between me and them. I do a fake interview just to kind of see where they are. As I talked to those guys, I realized that the depth of knowledge 
and passion for the sport was big enough and strong enough to where it didn't have to just be contained inside of a correspondent role where you're only a correspondent for debate fuel, right? I thought that if I gave that person their own podcast, man, they can educate the world about their sport all the time. Right. And so um, it started off with just a few of us. Um, Lathan Credit was one of the first. He was the actual first correspondent. Um, he was the first guy who was going to be, you know, part of our, our whole thing. Um, after him, it was Aaron Simpkins who joined in. Um, Conrad Hilton joined in. Um, we had this guy named The Voice. He joins in. Um, and so all of a sudden, you know, the team is starting to build and it, it, it started to build pretty quickly. I had to reach out to a few different people. So I reached out to Ashley, who's a part of the Track Stars team, because before I knew it, man, and oh, and Jay Kells joined early, too. So before I knew it, I had like five guys. You know what I mean? Right. Like all a part of the team. And I'm like, OK, all right, I have these five guys. They're all in remote places. And to be honest with you. I didn't know how to do or what to do in that, that role. So what I did was I reached out to Ashley and I'm like, Ashley, um, I have these guys in the group um, and we're kind of remote and we have a we have a, a sole purpose and the sole purpose for this group. And I, and I love the purpose. Right. It was we wanted to reach people and get them. So here's the thing. We have track star sports and and through getting all the guys together, I started to to think, hey, track star sports can be its own thing. Right. Does that make sense? Where Trackstar Sports is like a part of, and what I mean by that is Trackstar Sports can exist outside of just debate fuel. Right, right. Does that make sense? To where these guys can form, um, you know, a group of individuals who can be something different. And so I didn't really start thinking about a whole, like, podcast network and all that stuff until later. But during that time, I'm like, okay, we need to, I, I want to kind of get these guys together, Right. And, and have something different. And my bad, I didn't know. Actually, I did have an idea for a podcast network in mind. And I'll tell you about that in a second. But so we go from there. I, I talked to Ashley. I said, Ashley, we have all these guys in. What's the best way to, um, you know what I mean, to, to kind of galvanize and get everybody together and make sure that, you know, we're able to, to, to manage properly? And not to mention how much I talked to you during that process. <laughs> like... <laughs> I think we talked almost every day during that time, right? We we did for a while there, man. <laughs> so it was good. Um, it was good. I'm talking to her about how to manage this team, and man, Ashley, as she says, okay. So, um, she said they had a meeting about a month, um, once a month or so, or maybe maybe once a quarter at actual meeting. They recorded the um the meetings on freeconferencecall.com. Um, they went from there, and she said they kept a family like atmosphere by making sure that everybody in the group understood the overall purpose of the group and um, also understanding how to connect and interact with each other. Um, and she kept prayer requests. So they, they took prayer requests and they made sure that everybody in the group was cared for. So it felt like a family. And that's the, that was the dream for me, right? That's that's exactly what I wanted this group to feel like. I wanted to feel like a safe place, like a place where you can go talk sports, do whatever, but also a support, like a brotherhood. Right, Does that right. make sense? And so, um, and the guys who joined in, they were they were down with that real quick. Like they were they were down with that. They were in. They they bought into the purpose. They bought into everything. And the overall purpose for it was basically this. As we talked, the purpose was this. I would say that we serve 
as um, as almost like a gateway, right? So you come in, you you love sports. That's awesome. You love sports. You want to hear about sports. So you come in and you listen to us talk about sports. You join um, the debate field thing and you hear about track star sports. You start listening. You start feeling that. Maybe you like that. And after that, you want to go from there. You maybe want to know a little bit more. Then you learn about track stars. Once you learn about track stars, through that, you can hear their content as well. And maybe you get a taste of what this is all about, right? And you get a, a curiosity about what's our driving force. Then you know our driving force is Jesus Christ. And so it's, it's a roundabout way. It's a gateway. It's like whatever. But the whole point is to get you in, right, and to have you thinking about, you know, I like this environment. I like this feeling. And then maybe we can lead you to Christ through sports. And maybe that's weird. Maybe that's whatever. But that's how I thought. <laughs> no, that's good, man. That's good. And I feel you, man. I'm the same way with my business podcast, you know. Um, well, probably not as it, – it, it's not as secret as sports is. Uh, sports is a very secular thing, and so it's it's a great tool to use for sure. And um, so you talked to Ashley, you got a feel on how to uh, kind of manage having people from different areas into a group, family-like atmosphere. Now, how did you get the actual podcasting going? So the actual podcasting got going through Anchor, but that was through me talking to you. <laughs> right, right, right. So um, actually, I didn't know how to do it. And so we, when we first started off, I was I didn't have a way um, I didn't have a way to get my podcast out. Right. I thought everybody would have to, um, you know, record something at home and then release it on SoundCloud. And then I'd have to manage this overall like SoundCloud page and then try <laughs> our best to get some type of distribution through Apple and then, um, you know, it would be it would take a very long time to get to the place where I thought we could be. Right. Like a terrifying. It sounds like a terrifying process that you were thinking. of. It was to me because right. I'm not I'm not that guy. Right. right. Like for me, I'm, I'm not the guy who, um, you know, who, who goes through all this stuff. I don't, like I need to it needs to be an easier process for me to distribute. Right. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, like exactly. the process needs to be easier, quicker and more efficient. Because my mind is on my mind is on content, not as much as distribution of the content. Right. But now my mind is more so on distribution of the content. So it took a lot of like I'm still growing as a you know as an overall manager of the whole thing, right? So like this is this is still this is my baby, I'm, but I'm you know like most young parents, right? Right. It's like I'm still developing skills in this area, and so. As, as the baby's growing, I'm growing as well. Right, right. Now, naturally, I mean, you learn more, you grow more, you learn what to do, what not to do, what, you know, what can damage stuff, and you know. So the podcasting got started by me talking to you. Like you, um, we, we do the Thursday night calls, which I think is awesome on track with track stars. So on Thursday night calls with track stars, you start telling me, start telling everybody about Anchor. Like you were super excited about Anchor. And I everything forgot about that, that man. Could do. And you said it a few times, and I just ignored you the first few times. Because <laughs> I didn't, you know what I mean? I had no use for it. Like, what am I going to do with, with a whole other podcast? Right. And so, um, and then you start talking about it, and then I start, yeah, I was like, hey, um, Jason, I have an idea. I need to talk to you about um, about Trackstar Sports. I want to start expanding, and I want it to be big. 
Um, and I wanted to, you know, feel like a podcast network, but I don't know what to do and I don't know how to use Anchor. And so you walked me through how to use Anchor. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you walked me through how to use Anchor. You walked me through how to um, how to get other people, you know, involved in Anchor. Um, initially, right, like before I knew what I was doing on Anchor, you were our Anchor guy. You were our Anchor technician. Does that make sense? <laughs> I was the anchor correspondent. Yeah, the anchor correspondent, yeah. right? And so if any, like, as, as people were joining the team, and, and the cool part is God's given me a gift um, to recruit. Like, I think I think that's like, one. Of, if I don't have a lot of gifts, one of them is to recruit, right? And so when I'm, I, I'm, I'm bringing people in and guys are coming in and they're coming in hot and they're coming in excited. You know what I mean? But I didn't, I didn't want to, bring them in and then not be able to help them use the platform that I wanted them to use. <laughs> all right. All right. You know what I mean? And so yeah. that's, that's where you served. And, and I thought, I mean, that was awesome. The cool part about, I mean, I know people are listening because they're, they're thinking about, you know, starting a business or maybe they just love to start up a business. But one of the things that I've learned in this startup of business is, um, is to be able to grab people and help you out in that process and have a support system. Right. Right. Like-minded individuals who are are thinking with your best interests at heart. So, so having the whole Track Stars team is phenomenal to me, right? Having like because of the Track Stars team, I have access to you. Because of the Track Stars team, I have access to Ashley, right? When things are not really picking up, I have access to Sean and Ryan. I can say, hey guys, um, your podcast started off slow. When you how'd you get it to where it is now? Like how'd you advertise? What'd you do? Right? What are the steps? And so, having a team is one of the things that really, really helps me out. Right, and on both sides, like those who are more knowledgeable than you, who have been there, so you got kind of the mentors to help you through some of the processes. But then you also have the people that you're leading, and so you got a team doing the work, and then you got a team helping you to be the better manager and for overall direction. Absolutely. And so you're Absolutely. sandwiched in there. Because the excitement that comes from my team fuels me a lot. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. It, man, those guys are awesome. Like, I'm not even, like, I'm, I'm, golly, I can't even express how awesome the team is. Right? Like, I bring, so, you know, we're still recruiting, we're still growing, we're still bringing people in. I bring in people all the time, and I never have to worry that, I mean, once I interview them, right, because I kind of get a good feel for them, but once they come in, I never have to worry that my team won't be as accepting. You know what I mean? Right. Now, I notice, because I'm part of the, the group me that's used to, for everybody to communicate in the group, and I notice that every time somebody joins – Everybody embraces them like they're. It's almost like they uh, they married into the family, right? You know what I mean. But they actually like the person. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's the in law they want to have a part of it as a part of the family. And uh, but but one thing I did want to jump into is um, the the interviewing process. How do you know somebody's a good fit for uh, Trackstar Sports? Because I know you've had. Uh, plenty of people you interviewed that has actually joined the team. And then I know you've talked to some people who wanted to join, but you didn't feel like it was a, a good fit. 
And so if you would just let me know what's your process in interviewing somebody and figuring out if this is a good matchup. So I have two different interview processes. Um, one is if people are coming on as a correspondent, then that's one interview. Um, if people are coming on as an intern, because now we have interns, um, and we have two interns, and I think we're about to add two more. And so um, people have people. If you're coming on as an intern, it's different. So I want to help. Remember, I'm a I'm a professor at my at heart. I'm an educator at heart. So. I want to help those um, students go through the real process of what it's like to actually actually get um, jobs, right? And right. so um, what I do for them is I have them turn in um, a resume. So they turn in a resume. Um, they turn in references. Um, and then I call the references, talk to the references, kind of get a good gauge for who these people are. I look over their resume. And then I do a phone interview with them um, asking about, you know, stuff that I heard in the reference call and stuff that's on their resume, right? Um, I then go from there to tell to pitch the overall vision of what Trackstar Sports is and what it's all about. And then I get a good gauge for what they can do, strengths and weaknesses-wise, right? And then I see what they want to do because most people, if you're – you tell me what you want to do. Um, I ask them questions about the what they know about Trackstar. What do they right. know about our overall purpose? What do you know about – um, you know, what we're trying to do here. And then where do you see yourself fitting into that role? Right. So wherever, wherever you see yourself fitting into, um, that is that, that helps me to understand what your ability is and what you want to do. Right. And I like to put people in places where they want to be, because I know in operating in those places of strength will help them to, you know, operate, you know, strongly or, or right. operate, um, in a way where their passion is on full display. And so um, after we talk about that, after I kind of get a good gauge for that, what I'm looking for in that conversation is that you have a friendly personality, one, because that's the overall vibe of our our group, right? So it's a friendly personality um, that you're willing to learn. So I may stop you and, you know, give you a suggestion or a hint or something. If you can't take that criticism, then I understand that maybe this isn't a great super fit for you. Does that make right. sense? Because I know yeah. it's a learning process. That's important. Like you have to be able to take criticism. You yeah. have to. If you can't take criticism, you're never going to be happy, or everybody's going to hate you. That's just the way it is. Absolutely. Or you're never going to so, grow. <laughs> so I, I ask them. You know, what I mean, I, I kind of go through that. Um, I I ask them about their schedule, stuff like that. See what you know, which. Can they fit here? What are their overall goals? And for them, I want to know their overall goals and where they're trying to go, right? So wherever they're trying to go, I want to make sure that we fit into that overall plan. Or this experience can help them because I tell all the interns, I'm interested in building your resume. I want to build your resume up, right? And I want you to have tangible things to talk about in your interview. So um, I want to put you in places to where you can say, hey, I helped this company go from 54 followers to over 800 followers, right? That's a tangible thing you can say that you did as a part of this um, internship. I want you to say, um, I helped listenership go from maybe, you know, 200 a week to over 2,000, right? Right. Like, I want you to have those tangible numbers. I want you to say I've been involved in over, you know, 200 episodes of whatever I'm doing, Right. I want you to have very defined roles so when you talk about this experience in your interview, it's not fluff talk or it's not, oh, well, I just kind of, you know, sat around and, um, you know, listen to people talk about stuff, right? I don't right, want that. Right. Um, and so I have kind of two, sometimes I have two interviews of people 
um, with these interns, I'll say, hey, look, go. The first time we talk, it's like an initial talk. I say, go and listen to everything that we, we put out, right? Not every single episode, because that's crazy, because we put over, over 400 episodes at this yeah, point. That's way too many. But <laughs> I <I'd, laughs> I'd say go get a feel for everything we do. So I say I send them to our Instagram page. I send them to our um, Facebook page. I send them to the Debate Fuel group. I send them to our podcast, and then I send them um, to Twitter. And I say look at everything, right? And then once I let them on, I ask them, how do you feel about all the stuff that we put out, and how do you how do you like it, and then how can we improve it? And then they help us to improve those things. Right. And so um, – and, and that's the basic part of that interview. So the internship interview is a lot more involved. Well, that's really cool, man, because it's, you know, you're, you're thinking on terms of, you know, how are, how is Trackstar Sports and the intern helping each other, which is an incredible thing because, you know, a lot of companies or a lot of people might think, well, how can you help me? How can you help me? And I'll put that on your interview not necessarily how can we help you grow in your passion. And so that's something that I find very uh, admirable about Trackstar Sports. And um, so moving along to correspondence, what's, well, what's that like? You said that that interview is less... a lot more loose. Um, gotcha. <laughs> it's a lot more loose and it's a lot more, um, well, for for the interviewee, it may be, maybe, I don't know if it's nerve-wracking, but it's, it's fun to me. So, um, we, do you debate them on the spot? Well, somewhat. So, um, <laughs> I bring them in, I ask them, um, I say, Hey, you know, um, I pitched the whole entire vision. So, um, my whole entire vision for all our correspondents is for us to one day feel to be on that level to where we're in locker rooms with guys. That's the vision to where we're in the locker room, getting interviews from guys, after a game, right? Like we want to be like almost every other media company where you're in your podcast consists of not just you talking about sports from far away, but you being in. Right. Right. So, um, and I, and I talk about this in, in most of my interviews, I say 10 years ago, track stars itself would have never, ever thought, right. We're at BET with media passes walking backstage. Right. Yeah, exactly, man. That's 10 years. Right. And, and, and now, I'm, let me stop because I'm kind of underestimating Sean. Yes, Sean probably thought it. Right? <laughs> I'm not, his like, vision, yeah, his vision was there. His vision was there, it. but it wasn't a reality. You know what I mean? And so, and I was there. Like I was there. I was backstage. I'm covering these people. I'm holding the camera. I'm, I'm backstage. I'm in California. I'm, I'm all over these. I'm in these places, right, with track stars. And I'm like, this is insane. I'm in Austin, Texas, with track stars with like passes, like VIP passes, doing stuff. And I'm like. This is wild for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And when I when I went to go visit them, because this is how this started, right? When I went to go visit them at Clark Atlanta in that little, you know, studio in the basement, I'm just kind of around, right? And I'm like, this is fun. But I didn't think it would be all this. 33,000 right. followers on Twitter, right? I didn't, I didn't see all that stuff coming. I didn't see the miles and miles of people, right? The universe is large. It's vast. And I didn't see all that stuff coming. So what I noticed is that if you're consistently, if you have consistent quality, right, it'll grow. And so their, their stuff grew, man, and they put themselves in places to where they can grow. So what I'm saying to my um, correspondents as they come on is the overall vision for us is to get out there and be involved, right? 
So instead of you just liking the Broncos, one day I want you to be able to go in there in the locker room and interview one of the Broncos after the game. That's the that's the goal, right? Like, I want you to be a voice for the Broncos. I want to be a voice for the Saints. Like, I want to be a voice where people can hear and respect your voice and opinion. Right. And so that's the basis of kind of where – um, of kind of where we start, right? I pitched the overall vision. I let them know what we are and what role we serve in the overall track stars mission. So there is an overall track stars mission um, and, and how we play a role in that. Um, there's also the podcast network, which would like I, we'll talk about in a second, but the overall vision for track stars is, is that track star sports serves as a chicken sandwich. People hear me say that all the time, right? <laughs> and this is something that we had on the call with Sean. Sean was like, we need a yeah. chicken sandwich, right? We need a chicken sandwich. And I know that Trackstar Sports is one of those chicken sandwiches. It was the first one because whenever we had talked about it, because whenever you were talking about or y'all were talking about starting debate fuel, like that was one of the things we were trying to figure out. Like, how do we reach the world through a medium that isn't like Christ explicit? And so when the idea for the, you know, the, the sports podcast in general debate field come up, it was like, this is perfect because you don't have to talk about biblical concepts and theology and whether or not, a you know, you got a Christian athlete or an athlete who's a Christian, like you don't have to, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to have these debates. Like you debate other stuff, like, you know, who's better, Kobe, LeBron, Jordan, um, we're not debating that right now because I don't really have an opinion, but uh, <laughs> but you know it's it's a great chicken sandwich, you know, and I I would say uh, it's probably the Zaxby's Club is what I would say. <laughs> For so. me, um, I, I say I say it's Chick Fil A, and the reason is is because you know Chick Fil A is a Christian based company, right? Yeah, well Zaxby's is too. Okay, cool. So either <laughs> Chick Fil A is more explicitly. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, man. I'll start eating more Zaxby sandwiches now. <laughs> I don't but, know. It's got a little more fat in it, but anyway, moving along. <laughs> moving along. But here's my thing. When I go to Chick-fil-A, they treat me so well, man. Yeah. Like, the, the treatment is top-notch, right? I know they're closed on Sundays and all that kind of stuff. They have principles. But it doesn't matter what your religion is. You can have a chicken sandwich, right? Exactly. Muslim, you can be whatever. You have a chicken sandwich. But when you come, you get treated so well, you want to know what this is all about. Right. Yeah. And so um, that, that's our thing here. And so I tell the correspondents what's our overall vision and goal and see if they buy into that. Right. Do, do you understand what's our vision and goal? And, and is that something you can buy into? Now, from there, um, like, you know, I, I pitch from a perspective of what's for us, like what's our overall goal. I understand where they're trying to go. And then I pitch the overall dream. And then. I say, okay, cool. If you're bought into that, now I want to hear what you got, right? I want to hear how you would sound on a mic. I want to hear um, how you would be in this type of situation. So very quickly, um, you know, let's do an interview. And so I, they say, okay, most people just say, okay, like nobody's like, like, nah, I'm, I'm not ready for that. Right, right. Let's do it again another day, right? Like, <laughs> well, then immediately you're like, yeah, maybe you need to go get ready and then come back. Yeah, look, if, if anybody were to say, hey, man, I, I, I'm not ready for that. I need to kind of, you know, let me, can I, can I have a day? And I'm like, yeah, go ahead, take, take a day. Um, but for, for most people, they're ready to rock. Right. So I say, I start off and I'm like, hey, how you doing? This is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports. I'm sitting here with, you know, da-da-da. You know what? I'll call him da-da. So I'm sitting here with da-da. And I'm, 
And I'm talking to Dada um, about the Carolina Panthers. So, Dada, tell me, um, man, there's a lot going on with the Carolina Panthers right now. Cam Newton is in one of those, like, you know, like crux years, like where he was doing extremely well before. Last year wasn't as great of a year for him. What is going to happen next year for the Carolina Panthers? What do you see going forward, right? And that person will start to tell me about their team, and I just kind of open up and hear what they have to say. What I'm listening for, one, um, I want to hear how well they're able to kind of handle the mic. How, like, are you, are you eloquent? Does that make right, sense? Like, right. can I understand what you're saying? What's your pacing? Is it very fast where you have to get a lot of words out in one small, you know, one small amount of uh, burst of energy? Or do you take your time? Um, I also want to hear depth of knowledge. So are you talking about stats? Do you go into stats? Do you go into um, names of players? Or do you stay very surface, right? If you, if See, you I'm, get very into, surface. Um, I'm very surface. We were the number one offense in, you know, in third down efficiency last year. Okay, then I know you're, that depth of knowledge is somewhere different. You know what I mean? But if you're like, oh, we're really good. Um, we're great. <laughs> Right? We made it to the playoffs. We made it to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, we we went to the playoffs, man. And um, and and on top of that, man, we we had a good year the year before last, right? <laughs> That's me. So much. <laughs> I hate stats, but I hate them. They come up with the craziest stats. I'm like, man, for, I, I rebel against stats. <laughs> I rebel. They're like, this is the third game he wore pink shoelaces on his left foot. Then I'm like, okay, okay, dope, dope, okay. <laughs> So for me, that, that's kind of where I go. Like, I want to know depth of knowledge. And so when I get depth of knowledge and they start really getting into that stuff, um, sometimes I, I get enough quick enough to where I can stop the interview short. Um, sometimes I don't, um, and I need to drill a little bit more. So I go into the second um, – I go into maybe, I don't know, eight questions. I go deep if I need to to kind of see where the depth of knowledge is. Um, but I'm not tripping. If, if the depth of knowledge is, is not extremely deep, what happens is I'll, I'll probably think about um, bringing them in just to kind of do breaking news and we'll kind of work our way there. You know right, what I mean? Right. Because if they're, if, they are, if they're a good fit and they just don't have a ton of knowledge, then we'll work our way there. And I'm, and I'm okay with that. But most of the times when guys are, are coming in, man, they're hot. They, like, they know all the stuff, right? They know everything. They just, they just don't have a platform for their voice, right? right? They just don't have a platform, but they know everything. So I talk to them, and I can end the interview early. And then I say, hey, welcome to Trackstar Sports. I give them all the information that they need. Um, when they come into the family, I give a short blurb about what they'll do for the, you know, for the overall family. And so I tell the, the family what's going on. And I say the family on purpose, right? Um, but I, I tell everybody what's going on. I say, hey, this is it. This is what they're going to add to our team. Here is, you know, this, this is the guy. And the, or, the guy, or the girl, right? And then people will just start talking. And they welcome him in, and, and then it's all good. They, and that's all they via, start picking on people, right? And that's yeah. all via um, group me. Yep, that's all in group, group me. me. Yeah. And then from there, man, um, you know, I, I tell them how to use Anchor. So after they get the introduction and stuff like that, then we have a separate call to where I tell them about how to use group me. Um, I mean, how to use Anchor. How you how you post? Um, what's our general advertisement way? Like, what do we do when it's time to advertise? Right. And then we go from there. So, uh, speaking, you know, up to this point, you've only said, uh, you know, girl, gal, one time. Uh, so, what did you realize we needed to get some ladies on Trackstar Sports? Man, okay. So, I realized 
I needed to get ladies on Trackstar Sports during our, um, we have called a union, State of the Union address, the right? Union. So we do a yeah. State of the Union for Trackstars um, every year. And so I gave my State of the Union. And while I'm giving my State of the Union, right, which is basically just telling what's going on with Trackstar Sports, like what's happening, what are we doing, what's, what's going through. While I'm doing that, man, I hear, um, so Alfie is Sean's wife, right? She starts drilling me with questions about <laughs> um, about how how are women involved and how are you covering um, you know how are you covering stuff for women and and um, is there any way that um, women's sports are, are celebrated through Trackstar Sports, right? And so I'm like I'm like yeah we do cover some of it with the WWE coverage, right? Um, because we talk about the women's division all the time, MMA we talk about that as well. Um, but you know that's kind of that was kind of, you know, all of it. We didn't get into WNBA and stuff like that. Right. And so um, I, I guess she wanted to know what, what, what are women's roles here, right, and, and how many women are involved. And not only her, but Chris's wife, Maya. Maya starts, yeah. like, pelting me with questions, too. Like, it's got question after question. Like, what's debate fueling? Why is it – is it in TriStar Sports or is it separated? And what's going on with this? And right, and she was like, and then when you talk about sports, what sports are you covering? And what sports are you not covering? And why aren't you covering those sports too? And I'm like, okay. Yeah, when I listened back to that, because like it was recorded for the staff members, and I listened back to it, I was like, he he's handling it pretty well. I was surprised. I was thinking, man, that's a tough question. But you answered man, it good, man. You did good, so. Bro, I love the questions because I like I didn't know they were interested. And I think right, that was right. my thing. Like, I knew women are interested in sports. That's not something that's new to me. But I didn't know that um, the women who are um, who were involved in our team were so right. interested. Does that make sense? Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. they start asking a ton of questions about it, right? And so I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, there's interest here, and there needs to be representation here if there's such big interest. Yes. Yes. Does that make I mean, sense? if you watch, and it, so I mean, if you um, watch ESPN, they have. Their uh, their women representation who are knowledgeable about the sport, yeah, and it's, I mean, and, and look, it's, it's not so a forced thing, I, you know what I'm saying? When I interviewed Mo, so Mo is the girl on our team, Abola uh, is another one our name. But when I interviewed her, bro, like I knew she knew what she was talking about. She she had great sports knowledge, and was so she a correspondent as for? she went through, I was like, I said, yeah, I can't wait to add her to the team. Actually, the funny part about Mo is, um, I saw her and went after her. Does that make sense? Right, right. Like, um, she was on Twitter, and she had Sports Talk with Mo. Um, she had a whole brand thing going. Um, didn't have a, a ton of followers at the time, but I knew, you know, she was consistently posting on Twitter, and I knew she was very excited about sports. So I went after her, right? I was like, look, um, how would you like to be involved in Trackstar Sports? Um, we would, you know what I mean? We would like to have you on, or at least a partnership with you. And... Once she, um, you know, once we talked, once we did the interview, she asked what would her role be? Would she be able to keep her brand and stuff like that? And I was like, you know, absolutely. We just want to partner with you. And so we talked and we talked. Um, she said, hey, let me go pray about it. So she went to go. And I didn't, you know, stop her from doing it. I'm like, yeah, go pray. Whatever you need to do to be comfortable, go do that. All right? <laughs> because, I mean, you know, once you join on, that's, you know, like. We want you to be a part of the team, and we want you to wholeheartedly be a part of the team. So, right, right. Um, she, you know, she went to go pray. She texted me back the next day. She was in. She was involved when she got in the group, 
the ribbing was still the same. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody. <laughs> yeah, it was. They went ahead and gave, they went ahead and gave her some of that quick. Yeah, yeah. You come yeah, in, yeah. you get it. You get it quick, right? Like somebody came in, they're like, "Oh, I'm a fan of the Browns," right? Oh, where? Yeah. They suck. And then like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They brown, right? <laughs> and so, um, but when she came in, it was what it was, and and um, you know, but she quickly became a part of the team, and right. now she's she's featuring on you know several different things, and she'll be coming up with her show quick. That's awesome, man. So, um, you know, adding her to the team. And is there a, do we have anybody on TriStar Sports that's outside of the U.S.? Right or now, is, um, no, nobody's outside of the U.S., right? But not, uh, but I mean, but we do have members who were not, uh, who were, don't we have some people from other countries? You mean from other countries? Yes. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, okay. Bola's from another country. I thought so. I thought so. Yeah, so he's I, I was from just another trying to... country. Um, who else? The Voice is from another country. Um, actually, no. The voice was born and raised here, but his his heritage is outside of um, another country. But for the most part, I think Bull is it. But his, I gotta say, the voice, his voice is of its own heritage. Yeah, I'll say that it's got his yes. own heritage, man. That's that if you don't know what special. we're talking about, go look up Trackstar Sports and uh, and look up anything dealing with uh, Broncos or MMA. Yeah, and, and you know I what I'm talking mostly about. Mostly, he's focused just on MMA right now. But yeah, that yeah. that boy. Is, his voice is special. It is. <laughs> so, so, um, so going forward, man. So, what are kind of the uh, are there any other qualifications for correspondents or interns? Uh, I mean, obviously, Trackstars is a Christian faith based company, and Trackstar Sports being a part of that, uh, is it currently just believers who are part of the team? And is that something that you want to hold on to or maintain? So, so far, I don't. And and we've thought about that back and forth. And will non-believers be able to be a part of the team? And I think so. Um, so but so far, it's just believers, right? And um, it's just like-minded individuals. And and maybe later on, there will be people who are are not believers that are on the team, right? And so um, and and but if they join it, because I mean, you know, Chick Fil A doesn't only hire Christians, right? Correct. But um, so yeah, maybe there'll be non-believers on the team. Um, but the overall mission and, and goal will stay the same. They'll just have gotcha. to buy into the mission and the goal. Even if they don't you know, know Christ, the mission and the overall goal will still be the same. I mean, you wouldn't turn away tithe money from somebody who's not a Christian, right? Say it again? I said you wouldn't turn away tithe money from somebody who's not a believer. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. If they want to contribute to the to the cause, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like this, though. Like, <laughs> as we start, like-minded individuals matter, right? Right. So, but here's the thing. Here's the thing that, that really, um, that that I kind of draw the line at, right? right? So, I want to make sure that the people who are bringing on, um, I don't have to worry about them cursing on air. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, family-friendly like, show, I, I mean... Yeah, I don't want to have to worry about you just, like, blurting out curse words. I don't want to, you to blurt out, like, racist remarks on online. Um, I don't want to have to worry about you, um, you know, doing stuff that would shine a bad light on Trackstar Sports. Or would right. shine a bad light on, on our overall podcast network, right? So, I don't, you know, I don't want to have to worry about that. I have to police that stuff. And so, and I also want 
you know, I, I want you to get a good taste and feel for what we're all about. So if somebody's coming in and they're not, um, and they're not Christian, I at least want to make sure that you're still of the same elk. Like you're, you're, you're still um, not going to be somebody who's going to bring dissension on the team. You're not right. somebody who's only self-serving. And you don't understand that what we do is service for people more so than service for ourselves. Right. Right. Um, right. And so if, if you understand that we're serving and what we're doing is in, you know, with a service mindset. Right. Um, then, you know, you could be a part of the team. And, you know, I just trust God that maybe just being in the environment helps you to understand what this whole thing is about. Right. Right. Yeah, because if you don't, I mean, if you start adding a whole bunch of people who don't have the same overall goals, I mean, you just, you're pulling against each other. Yeah. And and so, you know, you need to have the same basic, you know, the same common goal, the main goal. And, uh, I mean, there's, you know, people in, in political races who are on a political team who don't all agree on everything. But their overall goal is the same, is to beat the other people. But uh, in this case, it's to get, you know, good sports coverage to people who love sports. Yeah. I mean, we want to give you high quality sports content. That's what we want. We want to get you high quality sports content. We want to get that out to you. Um, And we want to make sure that you get a good vibe for, you know, what's going on with us. Right. We want all that. Um, At the same time, we want you to be treated so well when you come in. Right. Right. Like when you come into this environment, come into this community, you're the people are genuinely nice people. The people are genuinely cool people. Even right. when they argue with you, you can still feel that they won't go a certain place with you. Does that yeah, make I sense? Mean, yeah, because, you know, whenever somebody jumps into an environment that's very family-oriented like that, they're trying to figure out well, why is this so family-oriented if they're not a believer. Uh, even yeah. if they are a believer, you know, it could really change the way they view uh, being a part of the body. And so having that type of atmosphere, and I got to be honest, man, I've never, uh, I've never looked into the Trackstar Sports Group me and felt like there was any kind of tension. Never. Even even when we were dropping diss tracks on each other, <laughs> I never felt tension. See, the problem with that is I'm the one dropping a diss track. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's all good fun, man. It's all good fun doing stuff different, you know. But um. So now in terms of something I did want to talk about is whenever it comes to uh, investing financially into Trackstar Sports, uh, I know there's Debate Fuel, uh, the podcast. So I know there's you know a little bit of uh, fees that are coming out of somebody's pocket in that. And then you know doing some advertising on Facebook, stuff like that. Uh, how do you, uh, because you know, Trackstar Sports isn't you know like bringing in outside sponsors and advertisers and stuff that pay cash. Um, what's your feeling on how much you're willing to put out there, uh, how you test the waters financially and what you'll put into Trackstar Sports? And how do you kind of know when, like how much to do and when to stop and all that? So far, um, whenever, like for instance, advertising on Facebook is probably one of the things that um, I pay for the most. Um, I pay for um, like shirts and apparel and stuff like that for um, for TriStar Sports. Um, every now and again, I may bless the correspondence with something. You know what I mean? Just because um, they're helping out so much. Um, 
and they're, you know, still pushing with the cause. And so I may help, you know, just something. I, it's really nothing, really. It's just to say, hey, have <laughs> right. a, you know, have something to drink on us. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Um, but it's really nothing. Um, but, you know, it's something from, you know, it's something because I'm, I'm very appreciative of what they do um, for for us. Um, but outside of that, um, I make a lot of my investments inside the team and inside the personnel that we have. Right. Um, and it's because. So when I'm spending money, I, I sometimes think, okay, I spend this on advertisement, and and I don't mind doing that because I think that pushes everybody and pushes the entire brand, right? Right. Um, outside of that, when I spend money, I think, okay, I wanna I wanna feed the people who are a part of the team because for them, I want them to understand that their time is valued and yeah. their content is valuable, um, and so I do that. Um, but when I think about when I think about spending money like on microphones that we need, because we'll need that stuff, right? Um, and when I think about that, I think about making smart investments, making stuff that will push us forward. And if this purchase pushes, if this purchase can help us to get the word out, great. It's a good purchase, right? If this purchase can help us to increase the quality of what we deliver, that's a great purchase. Right. In my mind. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, that purchase can't be insane. It can't be like, you know, something I can't afford. Right. You don't um, want a $3,000 microphone? Say it again. You don't want a $3,000 microphone? I want a $3,000 microphone. <laughs> but I you can't don't want to spend $3,000 on a microphone? Not yet. Not until not until we start to, to um, have, not until we start bringing in something. Right. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. So, no, I can't do that. Um, but what I can do is I can get the $100 microphone or the $200 microphone, right? And then start from there, right? right. Start from um, somewhere. I can't, um, when, I'm, when I'm, you know, doing something for the team, I can't spend thousands of, of, thousands of dollars or even like over $500. But I kind of always weigh it, how much would I feel comfortable with, right, spending in this regard and, um my mom has this this thing, right? And she always tells us it's always the best for less, right? So that's why she shops at TJ Maxx and Ross and stuff like that, because she's like the best for less. Um, you want the absolute best you can get for the least amount you can pay for it. And so um, we try our best to to you know apply that for right now since we're we're not bringing in a ton. Right, right. Now, uh, as far as um, you know, advertisers or uh, anything of that magnitude, uh, what currently does Trackstar Sports, uh, what kind of partnerships or anything do they have going right now? Awesome. So um, we have a partnership with Podcast Republic. So Podcast Republic has really um, helped us because what they do is they open up an Android market for us. Now, they have a, um, an app that's been downloaded over a million times. And because we're you know in partnership with them, they put us as one of their featured um, podcasts. So we're one of their featured podcasts, and um, for us, we mention them on our shows, right? But it's a good mention because for us, it helps other people who have Androids to, you know, be able to find our, our content. And their app is awesome. If it wasn't, like, if I didn't really believe in the app, we wouldn't talk about it as much. But the app is, is crazy awesome, especially for Android users, because it gives them access to all their, all, every podcast. Every podcast you could ever want, you have access to. And so um, because we believe in the app and they apparently believe in us a little bit, um, we go back and forth. And that all started through Eric Boston, who's awesome, by the way. 
And so, um, but yeah, we got a partnership with them. And then after, um, the, the other partnership is is somewhat with Anchor, right? Right, because right. Anchor, I guess, partners with everybody who who does podcasts on their network, and they feature us from time to time. And so they just featured us um, this week. And um, they make up, they've, I want to say we started maybe um, putting out content for about a month or so. And then they contacted us quick and they were like, look, you know, do you want to be a featured station on Anchor? So they made us a feature station on Anchor very fast um, in their sports section. And now um, we're a featured station for our feature podcast for Podcast Republic. So right now, those are the partnerships that we have. Um, not to mention all the internal partnerships, right? Just all the guys who are inside who do stuff like Aaron Simpkins uh, with True Strength Apparel. And so um, he helps us by giving us, um, like, for instance, not giving, but <laughs> he helps us by um, making shirts for us and stuff like that. And and so um, those are the partnerships we have right now. And we just got a partnership with, um, it's not Major League Baseball, but for the minor leagues, right? So there's some AAA clubs that we're um, developing partnerships with as well. Um, we've been invited to um, a All-Star game for the AAA cool. All-Star game. So, um, and I think I'm saying that right. I know it's um, it's minor league baseball, so minor league um, All-Star game. And so, right. we're developing partnerships as, as we go. Yeah, we also have one with the Northern Fighter Nutrition. Yes, as well. Nutrition. <laughs> How can you forget yep. that one, man? Yeah, we have an affiliate <laughs> partnership with them as well. Yeah, so um, ah, I'm trying to figure out. We're we're almost an hour into this thing, man. Really? I don't wanna, yeah, I don't want to cut anything out, man. I'm trying to think of the most important things that we can squeeze out in these last moments. But um, but at, at this point and and what you've been doing, what you've learned, I mean, this has been going on what maybe about a year, a little more than a year. Actually, we're not. Um, wow, we'll be a year in august wow man that's awesome so uh what are kind of some of the key things that you've learned from a leadership role uh that you think people need uh to know if they decide to start building a team or forming anything that requires help from others um the first thing i would say is sit down and figure out your purpose so um once I figured out the purpose and, and I had to really understand what's the whole point and how does this whole sports thing marry into my overall purpose of, um, helping people know about Christ. Like I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't catch it as much. Right. Um, but sit down and figure out your overall purpose. Um, pray about it. Think, think about it, figure out your purpose and then figure out whatever your brand will be. Right. So um, we spent a lot of time in whiteboard sessions trying to figure out names. For, what's the name going to be? What's our name going to be? Um, because the name matters because that's the name you're going to be telling people from here until, you know, this whole thing is done. Right? right. And so trying to figure out naming and stuff like that, that that was important. Um, then we did the whiteboard session to figure out who is our target audience. So target audience, who's going to listen to this? Who are we targeting? Who's, who's the audience we're catering to? That caters all of our content. Because we want to make sure that this is something that you feel comfortable with, right? So we're kind of um, catered to the commuter because you maybe have a short commuter, maybe you have a long commute. We want you to have something to where while you're commuting or while you're working or whatever you're doing, um, we want you to have good quality content. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. And so that's who we're kind of catering to. Um, we want to serve as your no appointment radio. 
and and I heard that before. Um, but we want to serve as that so you can get this radio whenever you feel like it, right? Um, yeah. So figure out your purpose, figure out your titles, and figure out your audience who you're catering to. And then after that, start to um, figure out what you can do. What are your strengths? What are things that you have the ability to do and you don't need anybody else to help you with? These are things that you can do by yourself. So figure out your strengths and then figure out your weaknesses. And the weaknesses in this case are a little bit more important because that's where you know that you need other people, right? So, for instance, my for myself, I didn't know how to start a podcast or where to go with getting stuff outside of the studio. So outside, outside of, you know, just going to the studio uh, where Trackstars is, I didn't know what else to do. That's when I talked to you. You helped me to start the podcast. Um, I didn't know how to manage a, a group remotely because every group that I've ever had to manage, I've been in contact with them and I can see them every day, right? right. Um, but in this case, you can manage remotely. Um, I talked to Ashley. She helped me with that because that was a weakness of mine. Um, another thing, advertisement. Advertisement, it wasn't a strength of mine. I didn't know, I didn't know the three phases of the advertisement, right? Um, I didn't understand how to... Um, do the preview to let people know it's coming and then bam, let people know it's here. And then once, you know, it's been here for a while, let people know, Hey, it's still around and you can still interact with it. Right. Right. And so, um, I didn't know all those things. Um, and I didn't think about that, but talking to watching Eric Boston, watching Eric, like promote his show. I was like, Oh wow. Right. Like there, there's a way I can really, really do this. Um, right. And also I didn't know how to reach out to athletes. So I don't, I didn't always have that, right? Where you just reach out to athletes. Um, but when Ryan Cameron joined, he helped me with that. I didn't know how to do a lot of designs. That wasn't my thing. Conrad Hilton hops on and he starts knowing that kind of stuff. And, and I talked to him and he helped us out with that. Right. Um, I, I, those were things I just didn't know and didn't get right. And like I said, based on the fact that we didn't even know about March Madness as much as we need to, or the NCAA <laughs> tournament, we reached out and started the whole thing. Right. 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 So there are businesses that can be created from your weaknesses. Yeah. Does that make sense? And so. Um, so I would say understand your strengths, understand your weaknesses and you in your weaknesses and even in your strengths, you'll start to de- develop a team and you'll start to see who can help you with your weaknesses. And that's how you, you know, you start off your team. Um, social media. And, and my God, man, I, I got to say this. Um, our friend Crispy. I love Crispy. Like I love, I love Chris. So Chris is somebody who saw another weakness in Trackstar Sports, even once we got started. So um, Crispy's our friend, man. He um, he's an uh, acid victim right now, and we're always praying for him and thinking about him. And the reason I'm bringing him up right now is because he saw a weakness in our team to where we only covered um, sports stuff, but serious sports stuff, right? Not stuff that could go viral or stuff that people are thinking about. And he said he wanted to help us with our posts and he helped us with our media posts. And so he actually helped us to figure out how to advertise and get stuff out to the general public to where people would at least care about our stuff. Right. So he started posting these funny videos for us and he started telling us how to post our serious content out. So people would pay attention to it. Like don't just post the link. Right. Curate your link. Take your link, put it in Bitly, and then make your link, you know, something that people can read. Not just, um, you know, episode two, A-X-X-T-U-Y-Z, right? Right. <laughs> but go put it in Bitly, and if you're talking about uh, AFC draft scores, 
go figure that out. Like go turn that into a customized link so people click on a customized link that looks more professional. He told me that, right? right. Um, when it's time to put out your post, put a picture up as opposed to just putting up a bunch of words, right? And then people will be more drawn to that. That's a crispy thing. He told me that. Um, he helped me out with that because I didn't really know how to do that, right? And so um, having him and post some stuff that, you know, people would, if even if they don't like sports, it's still funny. Yeah, exactly. So they'll follow just for that, right? He helped me with that. And and so, um, and I'm, I'm so incredibly grateful for him and, and, and what, you know, what he taught us. And we're still praying and pushing, um, you know, that GoFundMe because yeah. of that. So, but anyway, um, outside of um, the weaknesses, the next thing is, or the last thing for me um, is when you're, as you're developing your team, as people are coming on and as, you know, things start to pick up a little bit for yourself, um, always keep the main thing, the main thing, right? Whatever the purpose is, keep that on the forefront. The reason I say figure out your purpose is because as you start to talk to people and recruit them and bring them in, telling them the purpose will give them something to get behind. Right. Like there needs to be something that we're all working towards, even if because right now there's not a lot of money coming in. What are we all working for? Well, we're all working for the same dream, vision and purpose. Right. Here's the purpose. Here's what we're working towards. Like, let's all work together to get to that. And having that purpose set, I can tell everybody the purpose. Here's the purpose. Here's what we're doing. Here's why. Right. And they get behind the purpose. And I I learned that from watching YouTube videos about leadership. One of the things was make sure that the purpose is is the the main thing. And then as you go through the process, keep the main thing the main thing. Yeah, man. that's uh, I've I've been hearing that a lot lately, actually. And so it's interesting you pulled that out. But, um, you know, I did want to jump on the the weakness thing real quick before I forget. Uh, I do think a lot of times people are scared of their weakness, so they never confront it. And that'll mess you up. Yes, because or people won't admit that it's a weakness, and so they just ignore it, and uh, and then they just get stuck having that that weak point in whatever it is they're trying to do, and um, and I think probably the biggest reason why uh, the what is what's the Republic one the podcast, podcast Republic yeah podcast Republic and Anchor both I think one of the biggest reasons why they consistently why Anchor pushes the show and uh, Podcast Republic you know reached out or wants to do it is because of the consistency. Uh, you're always going to have podcasts coming from Trackstar Sports. Always. Yeah. And so, you know, that's another thing for people to keep in mind is that whatever you're trying to do, uh, and I failed at this myself. I haven't been uh, consistent all the time with my podcast or my blog, definitely. And so consistency and uh, and those weak points, make sure you got get help in those weak points and don't be too prideful about it. And One so, of my weak points is consistency too. To be dead honest <laughs> with you, because my I have my own podcast, right? Views from Mike Six. You sub- I don't know if you subscribe to it, but you don't yeah, get yeah. episodes every week, right, right? Right. You get episodes whenever I feel like dropping episode. You know what I mean? But with Trackstar Sports, what helps us with consistency is having a big team. So yeah. the team will keep us going. Everything that drops, they're on it, right? When it drops, they're on it. They when it drops, they're on it. And they post. And so, um, you know, we, we had a lot of meetings about when scheduling. So when, when should we post, when should we not post? Um, not over, you know, not 
jumping over somebody else and giving everybody their space and all that kind of stuff we've had talks about, right? right. Um, but it, it's been something to, to go with because for me, even now, I don't, I'm on, but I don't always have to post every single day, right? right? It's not up to me to post something every day. Initially, it was. Initially, when there were gaps, I'd fill those gaps, right? Um, but now the team is big enough to where we have very few gaps. Right, right. And, uh, Except and for on there's... Sunday because we don't post on Sunday. On purpose. On and purpose. That's on purpose, yeah. So I'm trying to think. I thought there was one more thing I wanted to bring out. But um, but I will say this, man, just watching you operate uh, as a leader, uh, you've been doing great, and I think it's fantastic. And so, oh, speaking of which, that, that brought my question that I had. Uh, one last question. How big is the Trackstar Sports team right now? Right now, um, I think we're at about twenty-five people. Wow! Like, so I think I think that's kind of where we are right now. We have two interns. Um, we have a bunch of correspondents. Um, in total, we have about uh, fifteen shows. Um, not to mention all the extra stuff that we do. So we cover um, the NBA with Hard in the Paint with Miles Austin. We cover um, wrestling uh, with Damo and Jay Kells. Um, we cover. We even cover soccer now. We cover soccer with Mo. We cover MLB um, with um, the Out of the Pen podcast with Ryan and, and Eric Boston. Uh, we cover specific teams. And so we have coverage of the Atlanta Hawks and the Dallas Cowboys. The, the Hawks are with J-Jock and the Cowboys are with um, Jay Kells. Um, Philly Strong, which covers um, Philadelphia Eagles and competitive weightlifting. And that's been covered by Aaron Simpkins. Um, I mean... We just and we have overall sports shows like um, Sports Talk with Mo, which covers all kinds of sports, right? Um, and then we have um, Debate Fuel, which covers um, football, basketball, and wrestling, right? And then we have um, coverage of breaking news. And so sometimes you just have um, you just have breaking news, like and so NBA breaking news is covered by one of our interns. We have the Debate of the Week covered by Matt Wright. Um, the debate of the uh, NBA breaking news covered by Jarek, right? He's one of he's our intern there, um, and we're adding I want to say maybe three new shows in the next two <laughs> weeks. So, um, it's incredible, so we'll be man. adding a show for um, for the Yankees. Um, <laughs> we'll be adding a show for the Yankees, and then we'll be adding a show for um, the NL East. So we're we're getting bigger with our baseball coverage, and so. Oh, we're adding another show called um, New Stars. It'll be a New Stars um, podcast with just the interns that that people, uh, you know, jump on um, as gotcha. they become interns for us. And so we have a few different, um, we have a few different shows, man. Um, and oh, I'm sorry, and, and least I forget, we cover the MMA, right? We cover the MMA with The Voice, and we cover um, in the field with um, Tay and Conrad, and they cover college sports. So they cover um, college football. And we also have <laughs> we also have um, another show uh, with Lathan Credit where he covers NCAA, NCAA sports as a whole. Called Is that NCAA, it? NCAA Talk. That's it. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at least I forget my own show, right? <laughs> where I cover the NFL and NFL wrap up. Uh, leader always puts himself last, so that's uh, a. <laughs> It just happened as a sign of good leadership. But, um, man, I appreciate you taking the time. And like I said, uh, I've enjoyed watching you navigate this journey. 
and I really wanted to get you on board to talk about it while it's still in the uh, growth stage and uh, just seeing some of the things you've encountered. And uh, hopefully it gives some people out there uh, some good insights, some good advice and knowledge, man, because, uh, I mean, you shared a lot of great stuff on the show, and I appreciate that. Yeah, man, our, our overall vision um, is to have a, a podcast network. So the, the podcast network is called um, My Team, My Voice. That's the podcast network. So it's a My Team, My Voice podcast network. Um, and right now it's powering Trackstar Sports, right? And so right. Um, Trackstar Sports is, I mean, it's Trackstar Sports is vast, right? It, it's big and it's growing. And that's kind of what we're, um, what we're doing right now. Um, what we want to do is two, uh, a few fold, right? We definitely want to help people with their podcast. And as they, I think a lot of people have great knowledge and great voice, but they don't have a platform and we want to build a platform and then bring the right people in to give them a voice and give them a platform. And that's our overall mission and goal, man. We just want to help people out. So if anybody out there wants to start a sports podcast, can they just hit you up and talk to you about it? They have to, they can email us at, at two places. They can email us at debate fuel, um, debate fuel at gmail.com or at contact us, contact us at trackstarsports.com. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, there you have it, folks. Mr. Ernest Ricks, AKA Rick sincere, um, Leader, creator, uh, what, what's your title at Trackstar Sports? Um, oh, title there is director, director of Trackstar director. Sports, um, director. founder of my team, my voice podcast network. Awesome, man. Well, uh, and where can everybody find uh, find Trackstar Sports? Um, at Trackstar Sport. So Twitter stopped us from adding that S. So <laughs> at, at Trackstar Sport, you can find us on on Twitter. Um, you can find us on Instagram. You can, what I would really love for you to do, um, is go to iTunes, right? So you can go to, um, the Apple podcast, look for Trackstar Sports. You can look for Trackstar Sports on there and then, um, subscribe and then you'll get all our content. Um, you can go to Anchor and find us there. You can go to Podcast Republic. If you have an Android, you can find us there. Um, if you have Overcast, that's another app you can find us on. Just find out that we're available on Snitcher. So you can find us there too. Um, so you can find us almost any place in the Google play store, right? You can look for it, um, it in Google as well. So, um, we're, we're very widely distributed. Thanks to our, our partnership with anchor. Yeah. And anybody, uh, download the anchor app. It's free. And if you download it, you subscribe to the show on anchor. You can actually call in and talk to the host of the shows on anchor. Absolutely. And, and you can talk to all the stuff. correspondents in um in the Debate Fuel fan page. So if you join the Debate Fuel Facebook group, um you can talk to all the correspondents because we're all kind of there, right? Yeah. And as you as you talk to the correspondents there, we can, you know, we get in, engaged and we get involved there. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, man, I'm sure uh there's gonna be continual growth in Trackstar Sports and so looking forward to football season. And uh, I'm going to be that person who listens to anybody talking about Carolina Panthers. And um, hopefully we go far this year, but that's neither yeah, here man. nor there. We wanted, we wanted you to be the voice for the Carolina Panthers, but okay. <laughs> I'm not that deep, man. I told you, man. I told you. I don't have those statistics ready to go. I'm like, yeah, we won this week. Team looked good. And I uh, hope we win next week. Yeah. I think I, I think we're playing. Uh, hold on. Let me check the schedule. Yeah, that, that'd be me, man. I'd I, <laughs> I'd love to, man, but 
Uh, just not that deep. Just not well, that I'm gonna deep. I'm going to tell you what, man. Um, your gifting with the Business with Bordeaux podcast is very clear. Like, this this podcast is dope. And so, and you bring on a lot of people that people want to hear from, right? Uh, not me, but other people that people want to <laughs> hear from. So, <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm excited about what you got going here, bro. Much love, love to your podcast. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. And, um, and you know, this show isn't just for people who want to own businesses. It's also for people who just want to be a leader uh, in their community and people around them. And, uh, and so this is a great way to learn some of those leadership skills. So, uh, well, Ernest, until next time, man, I hope everything goes well with Trackstar Sports. Thank you, sir. All righty, that was the interview with Ernest Riggs from Trackstar Sports. Uh, I hope you got a lot of great pointers there. I did want to just say one more time the importance of consistency. Uh, like I said in the interview myself, I haven't been fully consistent with all of my content, uh, whether it's blog postings or podcast. I'm trying to pick that back up, do better. Uh, I hope I'm able to maintain that. And uh, in doing so, I am starting a new blog series called uh, Bible and Business. So you can head over to businesswithbordeaux.com to check that out. It's also going to be on Trackstars as well. So trackstars.com will also have my um, that series there. And so uh, I'd appreciate it if you check it out. Let me know what you think. And uh, let me know if that's good content that y'all would appreciate. So anyway... Also, uh, if you want to become a patron for the show, support the show financially, you can do that at patreon.com slash businesswithbordeaux, or again, head to the website businesswithbordeaux.com, and you can sign up there, and I appreciate it. There is a $1 tier, a $3 tier, a $5 tier, and a $10 tier. $10 tier, you get a 30-minute consultation with me every month via Skype or phone call, and um, just so I can kind of help give a fresh... Uh, set of eyes on what you got going on uh, or if you just want to chit chat it don't matter which I chit chat with anybody anyway so <laughs> you don't have to be a patron for that but um anyways that's pretty much it for the show make sure you check out truestrengthapparel.com and I uh, hit them up for some clothing some great shirts over there and uh, Aaron thank you for your support thank everybody for listening to the show this week uh, I would ask you to uh, if you haven't already head over to iTunes and rate and review the show let me know your thoughts. Uh, also, check out the other shows, too. Uh, there's a lot of interviews that I've done, and I've interviewed a lot of great people. So I'd love to get your feedback on how you feel about the show and how I can make it better. If you have any thoughts, anything like that, you can hit me up. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, at JasonBordo1. And I got to say, uh, Bordo is not really an easy name to spell, but hopefully with enough exposure to, to the brand, you will know how to spell Bordeaux pretty frequently, uh, pretty easily, hopefully. Anyway, that's it for the show this week. So please remember that the more you learn, the more you know, and the more you know, the more you grow. Thanks and God bless.